You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so that we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today, we'll be reading Numbers 5, 1 through 6, 27. 58 verses today. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the people of Israel, that they put out of the camp everyone who is leprous or has a discharge and everyone who is unclean through contact with the dead. You shall put out both male and female, putting them outside the camp, that they may not defile their camp in the midst of which I dwell. And the people of Israel did so and put them outside the camp, as the Lord said to Moses. So the people of Israel did. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel. When a man or woman commits any of the sins that people commit by breaking faith with the Lord, and that person realizes his guilt, he shall confess his sin that he has committed, and he shall make full restitution for his wrong, adding a fifth to it, and giving it to him who, to whom he did the wrong. But if the man has no next of kin to whom restitution may be made for the wrong, the restitution For wrong shall go to the Lord for the priest in addition to the ram of atonement with which atonement is made for him. And every contribution, all the holy donations of the people of Israel, which they bring to the priest, shall be his. Each one shall be his holy donations. Whatever anyone gives to the priest shall be his. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel. If any man's wife goes astray, and breaks faith with him. If a man lies with her sexually, and it is hidden from the eyes of her husband, and she is undetected, though she has defiled herself, and there is no witness against her, since she was not taken in the act, and if the spirit of jealousy comes over him, and he is jealous of his wife who has defiled herself, or if the spirit of jealousy comes over him, and he is jealous of his wife, though she has not defiled herself, Then the man shall bring his wife to the priest, and bring the offering required of her, a tenth of an ephah of barley of flour. He shall pour no oil on it, and put no frankincense on it, for it's a grain offering of jealousy, a grain offering of remembrance, bringing iniquity to remembrance. And the priest shall bring her near, and set her before the Lord. And the priest shall take holy water in an earthenware vessel, and take some of the dust that's on the floor of the tabernacle and put it into the water. And the priest shall set the woman before the Lord and unbind the hair of the woman's head and place in her hands the grain offering of remembrance, which is the grain offering of jealousy. And in his hands the priest shall have the water of bitterness that brings the curse. Then the priest shall make her take an oath, saying, If no man has lain with you, And if you have not turned aside to uncleanness while you are under your husband's authority, be free from this water of bitterness that brings the curse. But if you have gone astray, 
though you are under your husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself, and some man other than your husband has lain with you, then let the priest make the woman take the oath of the curse and say to the woman, The Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people. When the Lord makes your thigh fall away from your body swell, may this water that brings the curse pass into your bowels and make your womb swell and your thigh fall away. And the woman shall say, Amen, Amen. Then the priest shall write these curses in a book and wash them off to the water of bitterness. And he shall make the woman drink the water of bitterness that brings the curse. And the water that brings the curse shall enter into her and cause bitter pain. And the priest shall take the grain offering of jealousy out of the woman's hand and shall wave the grain offering before the Lord and bring it to the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the grain offering as its memorial portion and burn it on the altar. And afterward shall make the woman drink the water. And when he has made her drink the water, then if she has defiled herself and has broken faith with her husband, the water that brings the curse shall enter into her and cause bitter pain, and her womb shall swell, and her thigh shall fall away, and the woman shall become a curse among the people. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she shall be free, and shall conceive children. This is the law in cases of jealousy when a wife, though under her husband's authority, goes astray and defiles herself, or when the spirit of jealousy comes over a man, and he is jealous of his wife. Then he shall set the woman before the Lord, and the priest shall carry out for her this law. The man shall be free from iniquity, but the woman shall bear her iniquity. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When either a man or a woman makes a special vow, the vow of a Nazarite, to separate himself to the Lord, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink. He shall drink no vinegar made from wine or strong drink, and shall not drink any juice of grapes, nor eat grapes, fresh or dried. All the days of his separation he shall eat nothing that is produced by the grapevine, not even the seeds or the skins. All the days of his vow of separation no razor shall touch his head, until the time is completed for which he separates himself to the Lord. He shall be holy. He shall let the locks of his, the hair of his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he shall not go near a dead body, not even for his father or for his mother, or for brother or sister. If they die, shall he make himself unclean, because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation, he is holy to the Lord. And if any man dies very suddenly beside him and defiles his consecrated head, then he shall shave his head on the day of his cleansing. On the seventh day he shall shave it. On the eighth day he shall bring two turtle doves or two pigeons to the priest to the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and make atonement for him because he has sinned by reason of the dead body. And he shall consecrate his head that same day and separate himself to the Lord for the days of his separation and bring a male lamb, a year old, for a guilt offering. But the previous period shall be void because his separation was defiled. And this is the law for the Nazarite. When the time of his separation has been completed, he shall be brought to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and he shall bring his gift to the Lord, one male lamb, a year old without blemish, for a burnt offering, and one ewe lamb, a year old, without blemish, as a sin offering, and one ram without blemish as a peace offering, and a basket of unleavened bread, loaves of fine flour mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers smeared with oil. 
and their grain offering and their drink offerings. And the priest shall bring them before the Lord and offer a sin offering and his burnt offering. And he shall offer the ram as a sacrifice of the peace offering to the Lord with the basket of unleavened bread. The priest shall offer also its grain offering and its drink offering. And the Nazarite shall shave his consecrated head at the entrance of the tent of meeting and shall take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire that is under the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall take the shoulder of the ram when it is boiled and one le- unleavened loaf out of the basket and one unleavened wafer and shall put them on the heads of the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved the hair of his consecration. And the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. They are a holy portion for the priest, together with the breast that is waved and the thigh that is contributed. And after that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite. But if he vows an offering to the Lord above his Nazarite vow as he can afford, in exact accordance to the vow that he takes, then he shall do it in addition to the law of the Nazarite. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name, so shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. bag here this morning with our reading. There's uh, the laws for adultery and also for the Nazarite vow. The uh, adultery law, the test for adultery, uh, that's one that, that is really tricky for me. I don't, I don't understand uh, ancient medicine and I don't understand what this uh, mixture is that the woman would be made to drink, but I think it's, it's most helpful for me to understand it in terms of the motivation the motivation is not to abuse women. Uh, of course not. That is, I mean, if anything we've gotten from the text so far, it is that uh, Yahweh is a God of grace and mercy. He's a God of men and women. He wants, uh, the, he wants women to be cared for and looked after just as much as he wants men to be cared for and looked after. He wants to bless them as we get to the end with that ironic blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. He wants that upon men and women. He certainly does not want this law to be used to abuse women. But the motivation in this law, I think, is to encourage men and women uh, to remain in that monogamous relationship. Uh, the, the, The heart behind it is that adultery is bad and it brings death it brings curses it brings uh, all kinds of terrible things Uh, i I don't know anybody uh, who has committed adultery and says i'm so glad that i did that it was the best thing i ever did Uh, adultery brings death it's the opposite of god's desire for the world because uh, it, it ruins families, and, and God instituted the family there in the Garden of Eden, as he told Adam and Eve, man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, steadfastly joined. That's not like a, 
a, a piece of Velcro that can be torn apart and back on no problem. That's more like super glue. You can't get it apart without ruining the thing. And, uh, and then you get into the Nazarite vow, which is an interesting law where any Israelite, it seems like, uh, can for a period make themselves holy and, and live like the high priest uh, for whatever reason they desire. They can make themselves holy and they can't cut their hair, no wine, no strong drink, no, um, no grapes. And uh, I really like the Nazarite vow. It's going to come into play as we get into the book of Judges. But So hold on to that one. And then you get Aaron's blessing again. And I'm just going to read it again because it's, it's one of those ones that gets repeated often, and it should. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. So, what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is? What does it tell you about the state of the world, the state of humanity, the state of your own heart? And then what is it that the Holy Spirit is stirring up inside of you today? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be here again right we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.